What's up, guys, and welcome to Across the Pond Previews and Predictions. In this edition of Previews and Predictions, we are going to be talking about Liverpool versus Manchester United. I don't even know if they have that, what they call it. It's just Manchester United versus Liverpool. It's a big derby. It's the biggest derby. Is it a derby? Yeah, it is. Yes. What's the name of the derby, though? Derbies have names. Have, mm, no, they don't have a Not name. Derby. It's big. It's big, biggest, two biggest clubs Not a derby. in England. Derby. That's Not what it's a called. Derby. Anyways, let us begin the previews and predictions and then the big games in Europe as well that we have the weekend before technically on this, but it's okay. I have them ready though. Ooh. First game of the week is on Friday. Cardiff City will play Watford. Cardiff City Stadium. Eight versus 17. Jacob Bowler, who you got? Cardiff, uh, two back-to-back wins. Pull, as you said, they're in 17th place. They've pulled themselves up out of the relegation zone. So I think that they at least have an opportunity to keep that momentum going. Uh, Watford not necessarily playing their best. Um, they did win last week, but they had uh, a couple of unexpected uh, games where they dropped some points. So who you got? Um, I think I'm going to I'm gonna go with a draw. I'm going to say like Cardiff keep getting points, but Why they're is not going to win this game. I don't know. I think that Watford, I think Watford should win this game, but they're not playing that well, so they're not going to be at their best. Okay. So Cardiff are going to take advantage of that and get a draw. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't start for winning this game at all. I feel like last week, at all? Uh, just, it was just a blip. It just didn't seem like they are creating legitimate chances. And I don't think they're going to be able to do that against uh, Watford. And I think Watford is going to win 2-1. So I'm going to go with Watford. Okay. Maybe I missing. Maybe I like totally heard something that you didn't say, but I totally thought you just said that you thought Watford weren't going to win this game. Anyways, Watford. I'm going with Watford. Sixty or one football app has sixty percent going to Watford. Six to a draw. Thirty four going to Cardiff City. Then we are going to move to the London Stadium, sir, where West Ham take on Fulham. Eight ten versus nineteen. Jacob Bowler, who you got? West Ham, another team that's struggling. Only two points from the last five matches. But I do think they are going to win this game, get themselves back on track. I've lost all faith in Fulham. Fulham are dead to me. They had that big comeback win against Brighton, the 4-2. Since then, I thought they were going to keep some momentum going. They haven't. They suck. They're going to get relegated, and they're going to lose this game. I think the big way West Ham's going to have to set up is just like how their midfield is going to look. If they have a two-man midfield where they're not loading people into the box, they are going to be opened up in this game. I like Babel. I like the way he's kind of added an extra gear for Fulham. I think he doesn't get enough credit yet so far. I think he just adds a pass, a key pass in him, uh, an extra good run, clever run. Uh, I think he's opening up the the like ideas for Surrey, but... Actually, I'm going to go with a draw in this game because I just don't have faith in Pellegrini on how he sets up sometimes. If he has a three-man midfield, I think they're going to do excellent. If he doesn't have a three-man midfield, they are going to be opened up. So I'm going to go with a draw. Okay. So 83% going to West Ham, four to a draw, three to Fulham. Next, we are going to turf more, sir, where three takes on 15. Burnley versus Tottenham. Jacob Bullard, who you got? Tottenham are, are are the team, like, they're like the little team that could, because with Del- having missed Deli Ali and Harry Kane for a an extended period of games at this point, a lot of people thought that this was kind of going to be the end to their, I don't even want to, I don't want to give it the credibility of a title challenge, but like, they're there. I mean, they're within five points. Mm. 
of the top. Um, but they keep grinding out results. And I think I think the the only game they've lost recently was the United game, right? Recently, yes. Yeah. Technically. Um, so I'm going to give the edge to Tottenham. I think that they're going to find a way. Heung-Min Sun has been really, really big for them uh, since coming back from the Asian Asian Cup games, whatever that's called. I think it's just called the Asian Cup, right? He's been on fire, uh, scored for them in the Champions League. Uh, we'll get to that, obviously. So and uh, Tottenham? Yeah, I'm going to go Tottenham. How are they going to win? I'm going to go 3-1. 3-1? Sun with a brace. I'm kind of in the same boats, I guess, with Tottenham. I think Sun has been the difference maker for them currently since he's come back i know harry kane is going to be back pretty soon i think by the end of the month since his rehab has actually been accelerated uh, and he's progressing really fast so it's really good for him uh but i think burnley's still going to give him a game but i think it's going to be a little bit tighter i would say uh 2-1 tottenham okay. so one football app has 86 percent going to tottenham three to a draw and 11 going to burnley let's keep a moving ornmouth versus wolves at Vitality Stadium, 7 versus 11. Jigaboo, who you got? I'm really torn on this one. Obviously, both of these teams are teams that don't necessarily want to have the ball. They're, we talked about this extensively in many of our podcasts about how neither of these teams seem to do that well when the onus is on them to like have possession and be the creative team. Wolves, obviously, coming off a dis- disappointing performance against Newcastle. I think that I'm going to give the edge to Bournemouth, but only because they're the home team. Bournemouth really haven't been playing exceptionally well ever since their annihilation of Chelsea a few weeks ago they really have dropped off Uh, both of these teams unless well Wolves are in seventh right now but both of these teams you know their season's basically winding down especially Bournemouth I don't know they might they'll have to put together a big kind of last minute push if they hope to catch Wolves in that seventh spot and possibly get uh, into Europe depending on how the stuff falls out at the top but uh you got? Uh, i'm gonna go with a draw in this game okay i'm gonna lean towards wolves on this one uh because i still think the lack of brooks the lack of wilson you saw it especially with the liverpool game they just weren't able to kind of structure any kind of attack they had like one in like the first 10 minutes and basically after that they were basically carved apart they just didn't have the extra kind of creative runner or just creative pass and i felt like those two guys missing are just huge holes they cannot fill with slonky with ibe those those players just don't offer anything for them and they're probably going to start in this game uh nathaniel klein's gonna be back obviously because he couldn't play in the liverpool game uh, i think a guy that was missing this past weekend but i still don't think it's gonna be good enough to beat this wolves team i think last week wolves just played a team that is professionally sets up almost every week sometimes obviously they have blips but i, I don't see them having too much trouble with this Bournemouth team, actually. So I'm going to go actually 3-1 on this. 72% going to Wolves, 9 to a draw, and 19 going to Bournemouth. Next, we are going to St. James's Park, where Newcastle plays Huddersfield Town, 16 versus 20, a relegation game battle, whatever you want to call it. Jacob Bullard, who you got? Uh, I think Newcastle have a big edge in this game. Obviously, Huddersfield are going to be desperate given their situation, but I almost, I mean, they're nearing the point now by like maybe this time next month, it'll almost be guaranteed, like mathematically guaranteed that they're going to be relegated. The Huddersfield are going to be relegated because they're, they are 13 points below uh, 18th place. 18 down 17th, I think, actually. Um, so Huddersfield, it's l- looking pretty grim for them at the moment, which is why I think Newcastle, not only are they the better team, um, but I do think that Newcastle are going to have a little bit more fight in them just because I think Huddersfield will have lost hope almost at this point. Um, so I'm going to go with Newcastle. I think they're going to win uh, 2-1. This one, I'm really hesitant on how they actually performed pretty well against Arsenal, surprisingly. Adding Punchin to the lineup has added a great 
threat, but also a guy that just is like kind of everywhere. He was, was slotted on the left, but had a lot of activity on the right. The only thing I think they need to find a good combination between him and Moy with his clever runs, his able ability to like lay off passes. I think Moy needs to be able to kind of have that king kind of on the same kind of page. I guess in a way and have the same kind of uh, influence because I felt like since Punchin's coming into the lineup, he hasn't had that uh, kind of opportunities because Punchin, they just need to be able to have a find, find a good balance between both of them. And I think they have like something going forward for, with them where they can somewhat attack because what you saw the Arsenal game, Arsenal's back line is terrible at the moment, but they did a good job on disorganizing them. And I think they're able to do that. But I think I'm going to go with a draw in this game as well, just because I feel like, again, this is the time to get into the trenches, stalemate as much as you can, get grab points where you can. I think the three points will do what they want. I don't think they're going to get. I think Newcastle, it's just going to be a nil-nil draw. No points scored. All right, so the one football app, 83% going to Newcastle, five to a draw, 12 going to Huddersfield Town. Let's keep moving. We are going to King Power Stadium, where 12 plays 13. Leicester City versus Crystal Palace. Jacob Buller, who you got? Leicester City, short of their draw against Liverpool a couple weeks ago, three weeks ago now maybe, uh, have not really been able to get anything going. Um, they have four losses out of their last five. The one that wasn't a loss was obviously the draw against Liverpool. They've been, I know they're kind of in that solidly middle table block again this year, but I think they've actually been a little bit disappointing. Um, obviously, without Riyad Mahrez, and we've talked about that before in the past, not being able to replace those players, but um, they're dropping points to teams that they shouldn't be dropping points to, uh, and I think that that might happen again now. I know Crystal Palace have also been very hit and miss, but are definitely capable of putting together a professional performance, so even though Leicester are the home team here, just given their recent form, I'm going to give the edge to Crystal Palace. I'm going to go with Palace on this one. I'm going to disagree with you on that. I'm going to go with Leicester City, actually. I thought their game against Spurs this past weekend was actually a pretty decent. The weakest point in their team in that game was actually their back line. They just need to be able to absorb pressure. With Batshuayi coming in for Crystal Palace, he did not do anything whatsoever this past weekend besides whiff a penalty shot, basically. Uh, it seems like Crystal Palace creates those chances but are not finishing. And I felt like it's been like a continuing thing throughout this whole year. And Zaha just saves them. And I see potential in Yari Tillemans. And he's I think he's going to be able to run this game and be more of a impact. Uh, he's a guy that could take a lot of long shots. I feel like Chris Palace is going to allow him that space to be able to do that, disrupt. And I think he's had uh, an extra element to this team. And Ndidi, him and Ndidi have been... You seem to be... I think you're a little bit higher on... Uh Tillemans than I am. I think that he's like since he came from Anderslecht and then Monaco, right? Mm -hmm. I think that he's one of those cases of unfulfilled potential. Yeah, and I think he's going to be able. I think he fits into this team well. That's what I think. I think this is a okay. good fit for him. So I'm going to go with Lesser City. I think they're going to win uh, two one. One football app says Lesser City as well with 71 percent. Eight going to a draw and 21 going to Crystal Palace. The first Sunday game, I guess, that we're going to do is at the Emirates, where Arsenal face Southampton, 5 versus 18. Jacob Buller, who you got? This is not the time that Southampton want to be playing Arsenal. Um, obviously, Arsenal's defense is a huge question mark at the moment, um, and it's possible that Southampton are going to be able to take advantage of that. But with Southampton currently in the relegation zone, I don't think that Arsenal is the team really that they wanted to play next 
or you know of of many teams that they could you know Arsenal would not be high on that list so I'm I'm gonna go I think that Arsenal will be able to win this game fairly handily despite uh, Southampton probably putting up a good fight I think it'll be one of those games where it's close through maybe like the first hour and then Arsenal kind of pull away towards the end so yeah I'm gonna go with an Arsenal win here I'm gonna disagree with you on that one as well I'm gonna go with Southampton just on the fact that Arsenal do not have they have out of the top six right now, they have a worse back line than Chelsea. Somehow. I That's just in my in the way I've seen it, especially against a Huddersfield Town team last week. They were just out of position, getting having just little errors. A team that in Southampton that are able to have those clever runs uh, with either Ings, Austin, Shane Long, uh, Redman. Uh, I think they have a lot of potential going forward to be able to expose this back line. It's just, it's going to depend also on how they set up. I see them making a game out of this and being entertaining. And Southampton did beat them earlier in the earlier uh, meeting where it was like a three-two, and I think it's going to be again three-two. The only weakness in Southampton is how are they going to defend set pieces and how their back line is going to be um, shielded by uh, Romeu, stud for them since uh, Hassan Noodles come in. So I'm going to go with Southampton three-two. I think that in Arsenal's defense, they're in 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 defense of Arsenal's defense, they're a healthy Arsenal defense is better than a Chelsea backline. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I'm saying right now though. Oh, actually, uh, Southampton. I picked Southampton. Let me see. Uh, one full bap says 81% going to Arsenal. Four to a draw. 15 going to Southampton. Lastly, for the Premier League game previews, we got Manchester United versus Liverpool. It is at Old Trafford. Two versus four. Jacob Bullard, who you got? Obviously, I want Manchester United to win this game. I think that given what happened in the midweek for United, um, but I think I'm going to go for a draw. Liverpool haven't necessarily been at it uh, their last four or five games. Um, Obviously, the two draws to Leicester and West Ham. Um, United have been rolling everyone that they played in the league, uh, everyone not named Burnley anyway. I think it'll be a very tight game. I don't think it'll be a shootout. I'm going to go with a 1-1. Very tight strategic game at Old Trafford. I'm going to go with the draw. I'm going to go with United, obviously. Uh, How they're going to win this game for for if... For some reason, Alexander Arnold does not play or start in this game. We know who we're going to go after, and that's James Milner. Also, if Matip, that's another guy we're going to be able to expose. Liverpool plays next weekend Champions League. So it's going to depend on their lineup, too, and how they're going to set up. That's where I say the weakest points where United is going to exploit, where I believe Liverpool is going to be able to exploit is if Young continues to start at right back for United. That's like the biggest weak point right there, where he... Just I don't know how he does it, but he has to force his teammates to make plays in his position sometimes, and it's just frustrating to watch. Same thing with Luke Shaw at times. He's a little bit better about it, but he is just a guy that does not deserve to be in a top six side in general uh, because of just those lacking defensive abilities and awareness. I'm 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 really hard on him. I I. I appreciate his efforts, but he just doesn't deserve to be on any top six side regardless. But yeah, that's going to be the weak point in the United Dang. team. The one full blap agrees with me with 51% going to United, five to a draw, 44 going to Liverpool. So they basically it, have a draw. Yeah. So it's like a, it's like that's about as even, even as you could yeah, expect. I yeah. think it's just the way United have has emerged. Also the amount of fans, but also there's a lot of Liverpool fans as well. I think it's, it's an even game. I think it's a game where you can't really call like, off the bat and like how it's going to be, I guess it's just going to happen. You know what I mean? It's going to be a little bit more surprising. Like I said about the Watford versus um, who they played last week. Uh, I almost said Newcastle. But Everton. Wasn't. And how it was like, there's going to be someone that's kind of going to come out of nowhere. And it was Andre Gray. So it's going to be like this kind of like, we're going to see something 
not that we've never seen, but it's just going to be like, okay. I mean, this is going to be also, keep in mind, United without Lingard or uh, Martial. Yeah, depending on their injuries as well. Yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that has been previews and predictions for the Premier League. In the, uh, leave some comments down below what you think of what's going to happen in all those big games that we previewed and predict. I have been the host, Richard Redio, joined by the Mangan, man with a noggin. The Mangan. The Mangan with a noggin. Uh, if you haven't already, please uh, consider subscribing to the iTunes podcast and YouTube channel, liking the video, giving us all that love. Like I said, leave some comments down below. That has been hits. We are done. And I'm going to do another thing. But it's whatever's. Yeah. Bye. Bye-bye.